Hey, what's up, podcast listeners? This is Drew Taylor and Andy Searles, <laughs> and we are two local pastors and friends and Castleberry residents. We live in Castleberry, and our goal each week on our podcast is to share about what's going on through a casual conversation uh, about Castleberry. We are talking uh, for the good of Castleberry or for Castleberry about Castleberry subjects, and ultimately this is by and with Castleberry residents. So Andy, how are you, my friend? What's going on in your world? I've had a rough week, Drew. I have been fighting with this cough. I felt okay. I've been able to do what I want, but I'm really nervous about the pod today, and I'm downing lots and lots of water just to try and uh, get through it. Um, So we'll spend our voice today uh, fully committed to the pod, even though we may not be able to speak this afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect, and you're right. That is important. Our voices are what what pay the bills, but... uh, (laughs) Because we're making a lot of money doing this. (laughs) (laughs) But we are playing hurt on this Castleberry podcast, even though one of us is a little under the weather. We want to produce only the best content, sick or healthy. We are for it and for you. Uh, Andy, for our Castleberry in the News segment, this is a time where we like to share what's going on, what uh, we're hearing about, what we're observing in the world around us in Castleberry. Uh, We have a a topic today that is of interest to both of us, particularly you in light of kind of where you're at as a family. Yeah. So I want to talk about traffic. As I was looking through the uh, Google alerts this week, uh, Sadly, uh, our traffic situation was in the news um, because here, where we're recording right at the church, uh, there was a tragic accident involving a a 19-year-old young man. And our thoughts and prayers go out to the families. um, And uh, we certainly offer our condolences for that tragic situation. Um, But, you know, Castleberry, we've been a drive-through city for a long time. We're surrounded by big and busy roads. And... um, you know, some would say we have some traffic challenges. And uh, as a parent, I am especially tuned into those this week because my daughter is having her driver's license. And it feels like a rite of passage for Tracy and I as parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of put the traffic situation front and center for me. Um, what, are, what are your thoughts on the, the, the traffic situation here in Castleberry, Drew? Yeah, absolutely. That is, uh, ex- it was extremely tragic, of course, to, to drive in last week and, and see the the accident scene. Um, uh, on a on a positive note, for me as a as a minister here in Castleberry, uh, I've had the privilege to actually speak to and pray with uh, various friends and family of the the young man who who is deceased. And so, as Andy said, our thoughts and prayers go out to that family and the continued uh, aftermath. But as far as as driving in particular, I think you you hit the nail on the head. Castleberry is uniquely uh, located around some some busy roads and with lots of uh, business and and highways and byways. We're near I-4, we're near the 417. And so there's, of course, going to be uh, some larger amounts of traffic, volume of traffic. However, within the city limits, we really get into the the neighborhoods, into the private streets, and the, the speed limit reduces dramatically. And so my great encouragement to all of us collectively is to be conscious and be aware uh, when we're driving in our neighborhoods, in our local areas around the school, for example, or local parks, uh, just be aware. One of the the highlights of living in this city is it's very walkable. It's very accessible by bicycle. And uh, in fact, Bill Hufford, our city commissioner, touched on that in a previous episode of this podcast. And so we need to be consciously 
aware and and mindful of the fact that there are walkers, there are bikers, and that the speed limit does drop. So I, my, I guess that's maybe a, a charge, a, an encouragement, yeah. a challenge to all of us. And I'm speaking to myself as well. Let's be conscious out there and be good drivers. Yeah, Drew, I've often been on ride-alongs with the Castleberry Police Department, and I know they've put a lot of resource recently into uh, trying to control our traffic a little bit more. And uh, it's fascinating when you go out in a police car and you've got the markings and the brand on the side and the lights on the top when people see you even from a distance you can physically see their speed kind of drop and uh, I'm grateful for the accountability that the police give but really that accountability for being a safe driver is on all of us and again I'm speaking to myself I've uh, got more tickets than I should over the years um, but I'm learning to and drive a little bit safer because it's a responsibility that we all have. So, uh, yeah, our counsel is be safe out there. Yes, and thank you to the Castleberry Police Department. I also will confess on the air I've gotten a ticket or two, but very thankful for them and their diligence to care for the citizens of Castleberry. All right, Andy, let's take a moment now to answer a listener question uh, from uh, an online uh, request. This is uh, the way in which we receive feedback from you, the listeners. There's multiple ways to interact with us through our different uh, means of communication. We have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, as well as a podcast feed. All three are titled What's Up Castleberry. So please leave us a comment, leave us a review, ask us a question that you'd like us to perhaps discuss on the air. Today's listener question is this. In episode three, you guys said that Castleberry Elementary School received an A grade. How does this school earn an A grade and, and what does that mean? Wow, somebody listened to one of our episodes. <laughs> That's this is right. great news. A follow-up question. That's great. So, yeah, over, uh, I think it was last summer, our teachers and uh, our principals were celebrating the, the school grades coming out. Um, our middle school, I believe, moved up a grade. And uh, elementary school became an A school. And that's a big deal. Uh, I think that grade is based on student academic performances uh, in several key core curriculum. And I know that if you go into Miss Lambert's office there, she's got charts and Excel files kind of tracking everything and uh, really getting involved in the, the numbers to see where they're going. And so I think it's a pretty stringent internal uh, process that determines your grade. But there are all kinds of benefits for that. Obviously for the school, in terms of uh, more resources and uh, school pride and success, uh, in order to get an A grade, that tells you that the students are applying themselves and learning and growing as they should. And so that's a real celebration for the future generations. But looking from the outside in, uh, I think there are lots of benefits for a city as well surrounding an A grade. Because when people see that the school is A rated, they're more prone to move in or bring their business to the city. And as they move into the city, that stimulates our economy. And when our economy is stimulated, that allows that the city has more resource to invest into our community as well and things like our parks and our roads and our infrastructure. So really when that grade goes up, everybody wins. And so I would uh, congratulate all those at Castleberry Elementary School who've worked so hard to get that A. And uh, super proud of South Seminole Academy as well, who is on track 
uh, continuing to get better as well. That's right. And we are, as Andy said, just extremely proud. And also just note that success breeds success. And when we uh, collectively come together as a community, like Castleberry Elementary deserves praise and recognition for being an A school. It just brings about pride from the children to the parents, to the teachers, to the administration, to the entire community. So well done. And we're very, very proud of you. Have you heard the, the phrase, a rising tide lifts all boats? Have you heard of that? That's one of the uh, principles that I think is so important in community development because we've got all these different sectors of our community, right? Our education, our government, our law enforcement, our businesses, our homeowners, our nonprofits, our churches. And when one of those gets better, it challenges everything else to get better. And I'm really excited and proud that we live in a city uh, where one boat gets higher, it makes us all better as well. And what a, what a blessing that is. I like that. So keep charging away and keep pu- pushing us forward, Castleberry Elementary School. We're very proud of you. When a podcast gets better, do other things get better? Oh, yeah, too? maybe. Other mediums, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> right. If you were to give a podcast a grade, what would you give it? Oh, man. Uh, TBD. TBD. We got room to grow for sure. <laughs> not not, uh, not you, just me. <laughs> well, thank you for the listener question today. That was great. All right. At this time, let's hear a word from today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is Platinum Signs. Platinum Signs, I'm reading right off the uh, website here, is a premier business-to-business business specializing it's a business to business business that's right Good. they're all about business at platinum signs <laughs> they uh, specialize in high quality signs printing and promotional products platinum signs started in 2006 where one of our friends a chamber of commerce member Yesha Patel and her husband Jay uh, started the business and they've now branched out from Castleberry to also having an Oviedo location. They take time with every client uh, to take projects from concept to completion, no matter the size. For Andy and I and our What's Up Castleberry podcast studio, we have a nice eight foot step and repeat, which they've done excellent work on. You've seen the pictures on our social media page. Additionally, they've Print, they work with T-shirts, uh, custom logos, office supplies, awards, anything you might need for personal or business. Platinum Designs has uh, your solution there. One of the reasons that we love Platinum Designs is because they're local. We want to support local business because that's one of those boats that when that rises, everything gets better as well. Nice segue. Nice tie-in. There you go. Platinum Signs is today's sponsor. All right, welcome back, listeners. We are thrilled to have a very special guest uh, with you today. One of, uh, I have to confess, one of my favorite people in the world, yes. uh, Vicki Martin <laughs> and I Thank you. have been friends for a long time. And we have a lot of water under the bridge in terms of projects we've worked on together and um, challenges we've faced and overcome together. And Vicky is now serving, and it has for the last several years, as the executive director at Christian Help right here in Castleberry. Um, people often drive by Christian Help and wonder what it is. 
Uh, and I believe that Christian help is one of the best kept secrets in our city. Got this little building on Seminola, but from that little building, from that little hub, comes all kinds of uh, opportunity um, that fulfills hopes and realizes dreams and makes every year thousands of lives better. So would you join me? Uh, Drew, get ready to give a round of applause because you are our audience. <laughs> in welcoming our special guest today, Vicki Martin from Christian Help. Well, thank Hi, you. <laughs> Fanfare all about. That's great. Vicki, tell us a little bit about yourself and your professional journey and how uh, you got involved in Christian help. I know there's a, a special story there. Thank you. Yes, it is special because it really um, just means so much to me to now be leading a ministry that once served me. Um, I've actually been in leadership a long time, about 26 years now. I've been blessed to have a career. You started when you were like three or four? Exactly. Right. (laughs) Right. Very young, you know. That's what I believe in. Start young. Um, I was always telling people probably what to do, my mom would say, but, you know. Yeah, that's right. um, I didn't get paid for it till later. That's right. We can't call someone bossy anymore. (laughs) They're leaders. The leaders. That's right. I was always a leader. Um, but I was in leadership and I was certainly working, but there were aspects of my life that were just not working and that were falling apart. And I found myself in um, need to be a client of Christian Help. So I was introduced to them about 20 years ago. They helped uh, me and my family with food that we needed and Christmas for my children and just some great counsel and um, really just accountability for me. So that... I believe, began a a better journey for me in the fact that I got my life together and was able to continue working and no longer need their services, but then could in turn volunteer at Christian Help. So I started volunteering, eventually became a board member. And then um, as I was still working about 10 years into my career there, someone had said, well, you know, now that you've been a volunteer, you should go to the next level. (laughs) And then about six years ago, someone said, I think now it's time for you to actually leave this ministry. So it's been neat to come full circle and and more than just that, because I love the ministry so much and it helped me, but it's really something to see how so much of my past background in my working profession I'm able to use now, whether it's marketing, finance, um, hiring, um, you know, teaching, public speaking, I get to do all of that now. So it's really great. Yeah, that's fantastic. And that adds a lot of integrity to the organization as well, that you're not just someone who sits in this kind of ivy tower (laughs) Uh, you know, leading this ministry, you've been near uh, where those that you serve are. You've, yes. you've lived that life. You know of the struggles. You know of the frustrations. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So mm-hmm. since, Vicki, since you know so much about the organization, have been a, a part, uh, as you said, for many, many years, tell the listener, uh, what is Christian help? What What is the, even the, the title and the name mean? Uh, how long has Christian help been in Castleberry? What, what's the purpose of the organization? We um, really exist to help people find their best life possible. And and I think that we do that through coming alongside people and finding out what is their situation, what is their story, and what do they need that we can help with, what do they um, not know that we do. And I find that in in describing all of that, it usually comes back to employment and to work, that there's Mm -hmm. always that need in the equation somewhere. Either people are not working or they're not working in the field they need to, earning the money that they need to. And so we really like to help them figure that out 
and be able to stand on their own two feet. We call it empowering family independence. And so that's that's really our sweet spot and specialty is we want to help people find the work that they need. But there's always so much more to it than that, right? And so we have a lot of great supports that surround a family that are going through hard times, whether it's our extensive food pantry that we make available to them or our Christmas program or certain resources and community um, partners that we have, whether it's, um, you know, professional wardrobe or um, health, you know, health care and whatever it is, right? We want to come alongside and say, hey, let's help you um, have the life that you need here in Central Florida so that you don't need our services at some point. And we've been doing that 28 years and in Castleberry itself, 20 years. Wow, that's amazing. I, the two words that really stick out to me, Vicki, and what we were sharing, help and empowerment. Um, I, I think for so many, the the view of, of help, whether it's government agency, individual donations, it's, hey, I'm in a position of need, uh, right? For, so a perspective might be, well, I'm just, uh, I'm responsible to give and, and maybe there's not a, um, a, a building up, right? A helping up, mm-hmm. but empowerment implies that we're walking alongside with you mm-hmm. and also the call to, hey, you yourself walk these steps and we're going to be there to support, sure. which I love. And that really has come out, I believe, of my story that I shared earlier because I believe that that is how I was helped and that's the difference that it made. And I continue to see that with people over and over again, that if you do involve them in their own process mm-hmm. to wellness mm-hmm. and um have them be invested in it and don't try and put a solution on them, but require something of them. They not only learn a lot, but their dignity is in play. And it really does make a difference. And I think the way that we do that, not only the empowerment model, but just the kindness really matters. And so the help in our name stands for hope, encouragement, love, and prayer. That is really our methodology of how we do what we do. Hope, encouragement, love, and prayer. You know, Vicky, I don't think I've ever met anybody who doesn't need a little bit more hope, encouragement, love, and prayer. Exactly. You don't have to be without work for that. That's right. And I love that that's what you dispense mm-hmm. from uh, your little office there on Seminola. Uh, I was recently reading um, a transcript of a, a speech by Martin Luther King. And Vicki, he was talking about the uh, parable of the Good Samaritan, mm-hmm. right? And the idea is that there's a guy who's hurting and the one who shouldn't helped stopped to help and provided some short-term immediate assistance. And I know as Christian help, you do that. You have the food pantry and uh, other ways to help people immediately. But Dr. King also went on to say that he hoped one day that through his life and legacy, he would be able to change the Jericho Road. Mm. And what he meant by that was that he wanted to help short-term needs that you do, but he also wanted to make the way smoother and straighter for people. And I think that helping them with employment is one of those things that if people can get that right, there are lots of other needs in their life that fall into place as well. And so I commend you both for um, helping in the short term, but also helping people address their long-term as well. Perhaps you could share with us some uh, statistics about the impact that you have and maybe even a story or two uh, Mm -hmm. about how you're changing lives. Be glad to um, because the numbers are big and so we're we're proud to to be 
um, affecting so many people and, and, you know, who would not love that? It's about six to 7,000 people a year. We're connecting wow. with a job oh, wow. and, and that definitely is a difference maker. It's really great to know that this past Christmas, we helped over 800 children have a Christmas yeah. and not go without. And that's yeah. always, that's always fun and, and a blessing. And then just year in and year out, we are distributing 800, almost sometimes a million pounds of food back out into wow. the community to families in Central Florida that that need it. And then we have remote classes we're teaching all around the community. I was just teaching a men at the Orange County Jail yesterday how to get a job up on their release. We teach um, wow. culinary graduate graduates at Second Harvest Food Bank how to get a job when they've graduated their culinary program. And that's about 125 students a year. Mm. So it really is great to be part of that. But, it, but at the end of the day, to, to me and to our team, it always comes down to one, the power of one. Um, we are blessed again to help so many people, but our heart really is to help the one, because if you are the one in need, that's really all that, that matters, you know? And I think it's important for people to know that we're not so-called in business to help the masses. And if mm-hmm. the masses go away, that we're not going to be there because for us, it's the power of one. And, mm-hmm. and I think of Teresa that we're helping right now, who I met Teresa while she was still in jail at Seminole County. And um, when she was released, came to us for assistance. But her first barrier to employment is she's not able to read. And she is not a young woman and she's never had the assistance to read. And so, again, to my earlier point, wanting to address the barriers to employment, that was first and foremost. Yeah. So we started paying for transportation and the classes for her to get to a community partners reading program. So she's learning to read and have her life changed. We're helping her find employment right now for what she can do without that skill. We're looking forward to what she will be able to do when she gets that skill. But then in the meantime, she also has a son that she's responsible for, and they are not making ends meet. And so it's our privilege to come alongside them, make sure that they have groceries every other week and filling up their their car load and and taking care of somebody like Teresa. So that's, you know, who we help. But then you look at another spectrum of a gentleman that was an executive who lost his job due to downsizing and um, thought for sure with his education experience, he'd be able to find something. But by the time he came to us, he had already lost his home in his car Mm. and was becoming a homeless statistic. And um, it was just a real crisis. And he came to us saying, please help me out. I don't know how to do this. And we did. And so we helped him put one foot in front of the other with hope, encouragement, love, and prayer, <laughs> as well as the practical of our food pantry and some resources and interview skills. Helped him literally reinvent himself. And so now he has a new career and has housing and is back on track again. Wow. One of the things I really admire, Vicki, I remember an early conversation. This was, gosh, two or three years ago, uh, walked over kind of new to my role here at Willow Creek and just saying, hey, we're, we're a, a financial partner, a support. Uh, we have a great relationship here with with you. Um, and one of the things I asked was, you know, what what are some specific ways in which we can kind of come alongside and assist? And uh, your answer essentially was, uh, whatever you're willing to do, we'll find a place. Um, and, it, you know, as you're sharing the different accounts of folks you've worked with on various scales, I almost think the 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 letter F, mm-hmm. it doesn't, now it doesn't fit the acronym, but flexibility. Christian health. Oh. <laughs> Christian health. Christian health. We've got new branding stuff <laughs> yeah. right can't, here today. Can't take the prayer out, but just add the, <laughs> add the F in there. But flexibility, just the, the fact that Christian health is, is uniquely equipped to, um, 
be flexible in the services that you provide to individuals. It's not a cookie cutter program per se, where it's, hey, you have to enter in this avenue, but it's like, no, where are you? And uh, and let's see how we can get from where you are to where you want to be. And I just really admire that. Thank about you. The Thanks for recognizing that. I, I do think that that is definitely part of of who we are. And it is the nice thing about the way that we're managed and the size that we are. So we're big enough to do great things in all of Central Florida, but we're small enough to where it's our team being able to react in a moment of need and say, we've got that, we can do this, we can go get that, here's who we know. So I do talk about this customizable approach. And I think that really is the sincere effort of meeting people right where they are, as opposed to hoping that they fit the program that you want to put on them. Yeah, care has to be customized mm-hmm. because everybody needs a different kind of care. And I love that you can do that. Vicki, um, we hear a lot about the employment situation nationally, especially as we're kind of gearing up to the election. Um, and employment is vital to building a thriving community. What are, what are some trends that you're seeing in this area um, of employment among your clients, among the, the, the workforce? It's a, it's a sad question to answer because I'd love to have the, you know, the positive. And, yeah. and, and there are so many wonderful things about Central Florida, about Castleberry in particular. I've lived here long enough to really see Castleberry um, grow up and out on their own, mm-hmm. you, you know, which is which is awesome. Um, but we're all also, if we're in touch with our community at all, we're also very aware of the reality that um, the wages and the cost of living are just not sure. keeping up. And so we so, see so many clients always still a good portion that are unemployed. The size of our community is always going to dictate that there's going to be tens of thousands in Central Florida unemployed. But the rising number that's getting everyone's attention at ours as well is this underemployed number that's in the 10% plus range to where Mm. you've got people that are working but they're just not making enough. And so they're having to work an additional job. So a lot of our clients are coming to us saying, if there's not a way for at this point for me to level up, and if there is, would you help me with that? But if there's not, then can you just point me to where I could find an additional job? How, you know, how do I do that? How do I do it quickly? Um, And then we're seeing also um, many um, that are trying to double up in their housing um, circumstance, excuse me, in their housing situation to where they can't afford to live on their own. So we've got multiple families now living in a single family home because everybody's sharing the load of the rent, you know, if that's their situation. And then another trend we're seeing is a large Hispanic um, population that's moving to Central Florida and has been Mm -hmm. for the last few years, but it's increasing. And these are folks that do not have the English language down yet. Hmm. And so we may be encouraging them and helping them find those classes, which, you know, I know um, Willow Creek Church has one available and there's other partners that have those those classes available. But the question remains, until your English is maybe um, where it should be to make you more employable, what do you do? They still need to work. And so that's a concern as well, is where can we help our neighbors that do not have the English language mastered that still need to work? Where can we help them find employment? So those are some of the issues Mm -hmm. we're working on. Those are some big challenges. Mm -hmm. Uh, But but again, that's why that flexibility 
is so important right. and, um, you, you do that being so able well. to respond yeah. yeah Vicky you've highlighted Willow Creek and we really appreciate and enjoy our partnership with you church together uh, as well uh, supports not only financially but with time and effort but for our listeners here I, I can imagine there's folks listening right now that have sort of this this heartstring pull of wanting to come alongside and help in some way. What are what are some needs that you have or what are some ways for folks to kind of jump in and partner with Christian help? Oh, we always love that question. Thank you. <laughs> good. Glad I could, glad I could toss you that that's, that's a good one. That's great. <laughs> well, I, I think first, um, you know, I'm happy to answer that because I really trust the organization that I serve at that I myself give my time and treasure to as well. And I think it's important for folks to know that we do have a lot of needs, but they, they can give or serve in an organization that they can trust that has integrity. And of course, dollars are, are always needed. That's the way that, that it runs. I say that we are often providing um, community solutions to community problems and therefore the community funds it. And in the months of March and April, we have a donor that's going to give us $50,000 to match any $50,000 that we raise. So wow. if someone wow. gives a, a dollar, it becomes, your it becomes two <laughs> and so forth. You know, so, yeah. so that okay. there is that. There's the call. So Castleberry, yes. we want to see $50,000 right. collectively raised. Let's that's, do it. That's right. But one of our labor strategies and the way that we're able to keep our expenses down to take the donations we receive and put them into programs, because we don't receive any federal or state funding, is through um, volunteers and through service. And to your original question on point, we love it when we get phone calls that say, okay, I heard what you had to say. Just talk to me. Is there a place for me? What can I do? Or here's the gift that I have to give in my, you know, my experience or my talent, or here's the type of time I have. Is that going to work for you? And just like for our clients, we want to then become flexible. We want to get um, in relationship with that person to hear their heart, their, their passion, so that they know that they really are making a difference. And so if someone's got time, treasure, that's great talent. We appreciate it. We'll take it. But if they just want to know that they can just refer people to us, um, we actually are always looking for, for clients like any business is looking for customers. So we're happy to help their friends and family and um, be that source for the community. They know that they've got a good place. They can refer people that they care about, too. And so we would love their help in that way as well. That's great. So I'd encourage folks to go to your website, christianhelp.org, and uh, see how they can uh, make a difference. Because a strong community is made up of people who are giving of their time and their, their talents to make a difference in other lives. Vicky, this has been great. We're about to wrap up, but just a couple of other questions. Um, Drew and I both realize we're not particularly good interviewers. I mean, Drew's up all night watching Jimmy Fallon just to get some pointers, <laughs> but we're not there yet. So uh, penultimate question, if you wanted to ask us... No, no, let me, let me, let me, see, I told <laughs> you, you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you wanted us to ask there you, you a question there it is. <laughs> for you to answer, what question would that be? And what would your answer be? I would want you to say, well, Vicki, tell us about some new things that we can expect from Christian Help this year. Vicki, I have a question. <laughs> tell us about some new things that are happening in Christian Help this year. Great. I'd be glad to, Andy. Thank you. <laughs> um, actually, I, I want to just put some teasers out there because we are working on some new initiatives and some new events this year that I don't quite want to give away yet, but I want to encourage the community to be following us on Facebook or looking at our website and opening up our emails if you get them type of thing because we've got two new events that are going to um, both um, bring the community together as well as pull some nonprofit 
that's out of silos, and we're mm. going to be working together. I love that. So, yes. Yeah, so there's two events that I, I think are really going to be um, of interest to the community this year to get in, to get involved in, and that will happen in the summer and in the fall. So looking forward to those, as well as we have some more opportunities to take our job search tactic curriculum into more groups, one of those being in Seminole County right up the road from us. And so you're going to hear more about some things we're doing with a pretty big partner in um, this community that we're going to be doing. So that, that's all I can say about that. Well, you, wow. you, you you didn't give anything away, but you certainly gave us a teaser there. Right? Our interest. I'm going to read your emails even more intently now. <laughs> there you go. Good, good. And, and you can subscribe to the emails th- by checking out ChristianHelp.org, signing up? Yes, just go to our website, and there is a button there that you can get on our email list. And we do not do that a lot, so Mm -hmm. people can know that we're not going to get a lot of spam and an email every day and all that kind of thing. Like, we like to think that when we send you something, it's because we've got something to say. Outside of that, we're all busy. As someone who receives a lot of spam, I thank you for that. (laughs) Yes, right? We can all relate. (laughs) So you've got the Facebook page, Christian Help. Does, yes, right. It is. It's just face. Yes, it's Facebook backslash No Christian Help. Okay, and mm-hmm. um, Twitter and website. And how do people contact you? And we have oh, our and... own app now, oh, so you oh. can go to your app store and you can look for the Christian Help app, so that we can be found on your phone at a moment's notice, which is really great. We're excited to have that. But yes, Facebook.com backslash Christian Help, or you can go to um, ChristianHelp.org for our website, and then again our app. So if you are serious about reaching out, you'll be able to find us. That's great. You know, just just a little shout out as a pastor who uh, finds myself in situations where I need to refer people to you a lot. That mm-hmm. app is incredibly helpful um, to find what you got going on, to find numbers quickly, and to then get the support that we need for those that we're trying to serve. Uh, Vicki, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you um, for having me. Your, your, your time uh, and sharing it with us is a gift, but I think the bigger gift is perhaps all that you and Christian help do for our community. Uh, like I say, you're one of those kind of behind-the-scenes superheroes, <laughs> right? You're in the backgrounds, you're in the shadows, but you are um, changing lives uh, every single day in our community, and we're very, very grateful for that. So thank you for being with us today. Thank you so much, both of you. Really appreciate what you do and that you're getting the word out. Wow, what a great interview. I love the stuff that Vicky and Christian Help are doing and the lives that they're changing and the people they're helping get on their feet. Thank you again, Vicky. Drew, as we prepare to close, you have uh, some words of inspiration from an unconventional source today. So close us out with a inspiring thought. I do, Andy. Uh, Anyone that knows me knows that The Office, uh, the now defunct show from NBC that still is being streamed on Netflix, is my all-time favorite show. And the, the very last line of the show, as it concluded, is this. This quote says, there's a lot of beauty in ordinary things. Isn't that kind of the point? That was Pam Beasley, better known as the actress Jenna Fisher, who shared that line from The Office. And, you know, as I I look outside my window and just reflect on the the beauty of Castleberry, of Central Florida, of just the state of Florida living in this time uh, and season of life, we really are blessed. Uh, There's just something so beautiful about ordinary things like a like a sunset like a a child playing on a playground, uh, like two 
uh, a husband and a wife holding hands and walking down the street. Uh, so take a moment this week, uh, even today, and reflect on what are the sort of seemingly ordinary things that actually are quite beautiful in the sight of creation around us. Drew, thank you so much for that thought. And thank you, NBC, for that thought as well. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of What's Up Castleberry, a casual conversation within our community about our community. This podcast is produced by James Bittner. The music is provided by Jeremy Birdsall. The graphics by Christian Moscoso. And today's sponsor is again Platinum Signs. For more information, please be sure to check out our Facebook page, Instagram, or the podcast feed, all with the name What's Up Castleberry. Like and subscribe to our podcast, and please rate and review us. Until next time, we hope that you have a great week.